It's amazing. I can have a complete normal life now. So I'm, I'm bouldering, I'm wing foiling, I'm surfing. I'm also running in the gym. No, I, I, have, I have a normal life. That's Lizzie, my friend all the way from Sweden, who is suffering with crippling low back pain after a failed back surgery. Well, less than six weeks inside of the Strength and Pain Relief Accelerator program, her pain was gone. And today, we talk about how she did it. Welcome back to the Fitness for Back Pain podcast. Today is episode number 22, and I'm gonna be sharing an interview I did with a student of mine named Lizzie. She has a long history with sciatica, bulging disc, and what she felt was a failed back surgery. And she's here today to tell you how she beat it. What was life like for you before, obviously, you heard about me and came into me? What were you dealing with when it comes to your pain? And what was your diagnosis, if you were given one? My diagnosis was herniatic disc. And bef- I, I started following your work, uh, your YouTube videos, as soon as I got the diagnosis. And I thought, I, I still want to train, but I don't want to harm myself even more. So um, that happened a couple of weeks before I was offered surgery. And at the time I was offered surgery, I had uh, pain through the sci- sciatic nerve. So my my left leg was hurting so badly, so badly, so badly that I, I my life was hell. I could not see it. I could not lie. I could not sit. I could not walk. I couldn't exercise anymore. Mm. It was horrible. So... And then uh, the pain went away straight away directly after surgery. As I woke up from surgery, maybe five weeks after surgery, the pain came back again. What did they say? Like when when it came back, what was their explanation? And when I say they, I mean the people obviously who you entrusted to take care of you. What were they saying? What was their explanation for it? Yeah, they said, well, this this is expected, as we told you, some of the cases, in some cases, this happens, the pain comes back, what we could do is we could uh, do a new surgery. And mm. I, I thought to myself, no way, you're not testing on me, it didn't work the first time, <laughs> I'm not going to give you a second chance. And that was, the, I, I believe, the same day I talked to the surgeon, I um, I went to the web, and looked you up and enrolled into a a call with you. And I think two days later, you and I were talking and I decided, yes, I I want to try this. I want to try something that's no surgery, no, no, no injections, no, no medicines. Of course, some painkillers I was taking, but yeah. I think I took painkillers for a few days. And as soon as I started working with you, I, you know, I stopped taking painkillers. I was basically just letting my body and my mind connect. Question on before surgery. So you mentioned that you would kind of have some on and off symptoms after bouldering or foiling or, or doing like your normal daily stuff that you were doing. What was your typical response to that pain did you have a strategy at that time where you just kind of like ah whatever like movement exercise bouldering makes me feel good so i'll do that but the pain would kind of come back after like what how are you managing that pain at that time when it was kind of hit or miss when i was bouldering and i had pain i would wait wait a couple of days until the pain went away and then i would do stretching like just lying on my back and lifting up the leg you know and and, and pushing a little bit and and releasing and that would work but the thing is with foiling since it's so dependent on the weather and you know it's so difficult to find if, if there's wind you take it it's not like you say oh i have a little pain oh i will skip this one if there's wind there's wind so with foiling i didn't give myself the chance 
to recover from the, the pain. What I now know is the sensitize. I didn't do that. So I was just pushing me, myself more and more because I was enjoying the foiling so much, even though it hurt like hell. Hey, really quick, before we jump back into Lizzie's story, if you are resonating at all with what she's sharing about her pain, about where she is kind of coming from, what she's tried in the past, and you feel stuck, you feel like you've tried the medical model, it's not working, you're kind of giving up hope on it, but there's really nothing else for you to do other than scroll the internet or maybe YouTube videos, and you're looking for something different. The process that she goes through is what I call my hybrid relief method, and it's packed inside of my strength and pain relief accelerator program. This is my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. If you do feel stuck, you need some help, I may or may not be able to help you. I can't tell you that right here, right now, but a simple conversation around your situation, gaining as much context as possible will give me a hard yes or a hard no. So if you're looking for help, you're looking to see if you are a good fit, go to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash apply or go to the link below this video. Bef like right before you came into the program, you and I had a conversation um, and you really kind of, obviously everyone has their reservations. What would you say that you were the most nervous about coming into the program or just committing to this process? What was going through your mind before actually saying yes? Uh, for me, what, what gave me a lot of confidence uh, was the fact that my husband was in the call. Mm. And I at that point, as I mentioned to you in the call, I was so desperate to get away from my pain that I would have done anything. Mm. So I would have jumped into anything, which is not good because now I jumped into your program, which is very good. I could have jumped somewhere else where it was not good. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that my husband was was in the whole in the whole call and and he, because he was not the one suffering he could have the the emotional distance to mm. see what were what could work what couldn't work what was right what was not right and he experienced he had a um a, a bulging uh, disc in the neck a couple of years ago and and he understood what you were talking about desensitizing and things like that so he he had he had done the process by himself it, it took him way much longer like a year instead yeah. of that like the six weeks it took me so for me that was that was a security mm, that's good i like that what was the turning point for you to start being like okay we're on to something here like this is the path that i i can see happening well from the very beginning it was so different because in the beginning it was like stop doing everything you're doing don't do anything i mean your natural life if you need to walk you know here <laughs> and there uh, but stop doing everything and for me, that was that was like a, a, a big difference. And as I accepted that, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. You know, it was hard for me because I, I wanted to do things, mm. but I forced myself not to. And because we had our our weekly check-ins, and you were constantly like encouraging me to continue like this, you know, to to yeah, it was very good. So I just did it. And the turning point was like three weeks in when suddenly. I wasn't feeling pain in the mornings anymore when I got out of bed. Mm. And then, and then as as we, as we progress in, in the program, I think it is in week four that we start with a few very gentle exercises, and I started doing them. And in week six, it's like you know the transition from um, desensitizing and and going moving forward to increasing the level of activity. So week mm. seven, as I started week seven, and I suddenly could do some things and I didn't feel the pain, then I, I, I realized this is working. It's, mm. it's, it's going in the right path. 
Yeah, and I think that's 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 a good point to touch on. It is most people, and I, I consider anyone who is non sedentary, right, an athlete. At some point, if if you are choosing, we're beyond rec sports. You know, we're not in middle school, high school, or whatever grade school it is. You know, we're not playing like organized sports, but we're still young. We're still able. We still want to pursue competition and and exercise and use our body. So we're athletes by the definition, in my opinion. And I think it's important is when it comes to pain, it doesn't matter how athletic you are. It doesn't matter how much you wake up and choose fitness or you choose health or you choose better eating or that you're, you know, you've got these certifications in in strength or yoga or whatever you might do. Like when it comes to pain, you really have to look at pain from a different perspective. And people often get confused with this idea of, when I do exercise or move my body, I feel good, which means I must just need to keep doing that or maybe do more of it. And the problem is we get into this cycle of looking at exercise from an exercise perspective, but all that's really doing is masking our symptoms. And what you do when you're able to kind of like press pause as hard as that is, and everyone has different levels. Some people, it's very hard to stop because they're like, you know, weight training five days a week and then two days a week, they're doing like activities they love like mountain biking or foiling or rock climbing, which is even more activity. And we get stuck or we get so held back by like looking at the big picture. And that was a really cool moment specifically for you. And I really enjoyed just kind of seeing you that, that tension, but also that like release of like, okay, like I'm going to trust this process. And I'm going to do what he says to do, you know, worst case scenario in 12 weeks, I'm going to get right back to all my activities anyways, you know, so it's, it was really cool to see that trust in the process and it paid off. Like it really, really did pay off. Yeah. And as you say, it, it was, it was very important. I would say it was crucial without that trust. I would have gotten myself in only more pain mm. because I wouldn't have done the desensitizing um, part of it all the way as I as I did but as you say it was so hard for me not to overdo it it was so hard for me and actually sometimes at some points you're a program and you know because we've talked about this in our check-ins I overdid it mm, you know I pushed yeah. myself too much and then I learned okay now I know now I know take it easy <laughs> go slowly in order to progress fast yeah absolutely less less is often more and and that's one of the the kind of the mottos that I try to put throughout the content throughout our check-ins is you know it pain can be very complicated it's very complex there's a lot of things that there are out there that are telling you you should be doing this if you have a hernia disc you do this build this and do that but oftentimes we start doing too much and then we really don't know what's actually working for us and then we get frustrated we get confused and then we start saying i've already tried that i've already tried exercise i've already tried that i've already tried this therapy or that modality and we feel very hopeless we feel like we're lost and we can't do anything but it's really just we've done too much so we can't really identify out of those little things that we were doing maybe it's exercise maybe it's stretching maybe it's whatever we can't really identify what was actually working and then double down on that little thing um and that's really where relief happens is if you can identify those things and you have to stumble, you have to fall through the things that aren't good. You got to test, you got to use data to make smarter decisions so that you can get yourself out of that like pain fear cycle and get you where you're at, where you're like, now I get to have fun and, and test myself and see 
where I'm at, how much I'm still progressing and then doing harder and harder. So that's really cool. As you say, it was so important to, uh, because the program is built in that way, like adding small things like one at a time. And then I could add every, every week I could find out, okay, this is working and this is not working. I could say exactly what was causing pain and what was not causing pain. Um, in, and if I looked like for the, the, the system, that the, the, the standard health system, I couldn't see that because I was mm-hmm. given a lot of bunch of things to do. And I, in the end, I couldn't tell, well, what's helping, what's not helping, what's causing pain, what's not causing pain. So I, I, I like that very much. And I also like very much that there's a lot of education in your program. And I think it's so important because understanding pain and, and knowing more about how pain works and mm-hmm. how our mind works makes us also make better decisions it can be sometimes the boring parts because we're like okay like okay i understand it's like i want to get to the action like how do i what's the reps and sets and exercises and and oftentimes when it comes once you truly understand the mind body connection and how important it is you know you you just got to commit to it and you exactly did that so again i appreciate that i i read everything and i watched everything you know i really i really i absorbed everything there was to absorb and i think it's so important so anyone you know i don't know who will be watching this maybe someone doing the program maybe something someone thinking about the program but it it, it's really important to do all the homework so Mm -hmm. when you say you suggest read these books watch this it is really important to do it to do it love that commits to the process what would you say is the biggest difference you know and this is kind of comparing where you were before starting the program to where you are right now like what what is that difference look like if you could describe it like what is life like for you now to be able to have that back and have this freedom to do more it's it's amazing it's amazing and i can have i can have a complete normal life now so i'm i'm bouldering i'm windfoiling i'm surfing I'm I'm also running in the gym because it's too cold in Sweden. So I'm I'm <laughs> no I, I have I have a normal life, but at the same time I'm very mindful of my body. So mm. if anything doesn't feel good, I always remember what you told me. Desensitizing comes before exercising. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and, and it's really cool, you know, just you being out of the country and being like you never had to. <laughs> fight traffic you never had to put a jacket on to come meet with your person who is helping you like you were able to do this right from home and i think that's a big which is a huge blessing for me because i'm able to interact and meet people around the world that i'll never probably never actually meet in person but i was able to provide value to you and really affect and what i like to think affect your life in a positive way and the fact that you are so far away from where i'm at like you don't need a clinic you don't need like a a gym that you come meet your coach in the gym sure those are there's benefits to that but the fact that you're able to experience the relief and the freedom that you have being so far away is a super really exciting eye-opening opportunity i think for anyone listening to this yeah and i would say this was also possible because of your uh, level of dedication because when I was uncertain of certain movements, certain exercise, I always could shoot a, a video and send it to you, even outside the, the weekly check-ins. And you were mm. always open to give feedback, put in the time. So so this was possible also, as I say, because of your dedication. Last question. What would you say if, if someone is kind of on the fence, they're, they're uncertain, maybe they don't have their, their husband or wife, you know, cheering them on next to them. What would you say to kind of 
pull them off the fence and get them excited about starting something that might challenge them, but ultimately could change their life? How would you how would you encourage them? Yeah, I would I would say fight the fear of thinking, will this work for me? Mm. I know from your side, William, you will make it work, but it needs to. It's not just your commitment and your dedication. So the person participating in the program needs to commit and needs to follow the process, trust the process. If you say, don't exercise, don't exercise. If you say, desensitize, you desensitize. If you say, read and learn, you read and learn. If you're willing to put the work, then stop worrying about any fears, but Mm. commit. So important to commit. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Like I said, it's there. There's so many students who are just starting, who are midway through. You know, who could just see find so much value in this. I think that's what I've learned over the years of doing this. Is it's not, you know, it's it's not enough to just provide the solution, provide the roadmap, but it's like that encouragement along the way because. I know it works, so I'm encouraged, right? But like other people are still fighting that like uncertainty and like even after investing in themselves, even after a week, two, three, four weeks into the process, that has to be reminded. It has to be continuously pushed and instilled of encouragement. And I think just hearing this, hearing your story um, and what you ultimately did to achieve what you've achieved and what you'll continue to do to achieve the life that you want, is extremely powerful. So I, again, I, I appreciate you coming on here and, and chatting. Um, yeah. I hope Lizzie's story encourages you. I hope it gives you hope. I hope it gives you a path to search for other than the medical model. If you are looking for something different, if you feel stuck, if you don't think that what you're doing is working or it's just not going to work because you've been doing it for months and months and years and years and years. If you think you want help, you're ready to kind of take it to a different place, gain some new context and some new strategies, you can go to fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash apply below this right here, or you can go into the description of this video and there'll be a link to book that call for us to have a very simple conversation to see if us working together is best for you. You can grab that again at fitnessforbackpain.com forward slash apply. Thanks again for watching. God bless, and I'll see you on the next episode.